I will read from the old arrangements at my site, walterreedy.com, and comment on Deuteronomy 16. To observe the barley's month, you must prepare a sparing for originator, your mighty one, three. Barley's, you know that word in the phonetic is abib. You must prepare, it's also called Nisan when they got in conjunction with Babylon because that's the Babylonian one. And the sparing, of course, pointed to the sparing that Originator Liberate gave us with his own flesh tortured and his blood poured out in almost an instant, killing him, of course. And then the rest of the story is that his water came out, that's urine. Originator, your mighty one three brought you out from double stronghold, a night in the barley's month. He was reminding them of what had happened 40 years earlier. Verse 2, you must slaughter a sparing to originator, your mighty one three, of flock, could be a lamb, or herd, could be a goat, kid goat, in the locale that originator selects to weave his name there. Well, actually, this was 40 years later, so they were moving around. <coughs> and, and there were different spots at different times, but... Just before they crossed was the uh, date. And Mose would not cross with them. Verse 3, you, <coughs> excuse me, you must not eat yeast foods during it. Usually yeast foods would be something like sourdough bread or some cake or pie. You may eat yeastless foods during its seven days. <coughs> Some people strictly think he's commanding them, and each day they've got to have a bite of yeastless food. No, that's utterly ridiculous. But then he says you may eat yeastless foods during its seven days. Poverty food, that is food that is stripped of all of its yeast. It's just an interesting way he puts it there. You went out from double strongholds land hurriedly. You must remember that day, or excuse me, the day you went out from double strongholds land all your living. This was to be going on for centuries, but it, it just, it's no longer, of course, followed by anybody. Verse four, no yeast must be seen for you in all your territory seven days. So that means you have to burn down their houses, burn down everything because yeast is going to be there. No, he's not talking about that. He's talking about sourdough, uh, a little yeast. Uh, you don't keep it for these seven days. You don't try to let bread ferment. Uh, we go to great extents sometimes thinking we do what Supreme wants, and we have no idea what he's saying. We're not looking at his inspired writings. None from the flesh that you slaughter in the afternoon. Whoa, is that what between the evenings is? Sure is, must pass the night to the morning on the first day. So they were to eat this lamb, and if they didn't finish it with themselves or others that joined in a couple groups together, their families, then they were to uh, basically just burn it with fire. Uh, verse 5, you must not slaughter the sparing in one of your gates, 
that originated your mighty one three gifts to you. So it was not to be done in uh, all the tents of Israel. It was to be done in uh, conjunction with and close to the very uh, place that God had set for his worship. Verse 6, you must slaughter the sparing in the afternoon. Oh, there it goes again, in the afternoon. That's what between the evenings means. That's what anybody who had any sense would understand. As the sun goes down, they up, you know, the sun goes down after meridian. Did you know that? If you have a meridian, we do crazy times here in this country. Well, I guess it's worldwide. The appointed time of going out from double stronghold only at the locale that originated your mighty one three selects to weave his name there. He really sets this as his place and he uses it that way. These were for physically minded people. And that's why this these uh, older uh, arrangements are not for us today. Verse 7, you must roast and eat it at the locale that originated your mighty one three selects. So we can't do it in our homes. You may turn in the morning and go to your homes. You know, there's no place that he selects now, by the way. He, he, he doesn't do that anymore. He hasn't done it in a couple thousand years. He got rid of the uh, temple a couple different uh, times that the uh, Romans came and uh, got it destroyed. You may eat useless foods six days. On the seventh day is a meeting to originate your mighty one three. You must accomplish no business. So that was another day for those useless foods. He isn't saying it was different. All right. You must, verse nine, count seven sevens for you. Whoa. <laughs> you mean it's not Pentecost? Sure not. You must count seven sevens. You must start to count seven sevens from starting a sickle in the growth. That's the day after that uh, cessation that was during these seven days of the celebration. In the grown grain. Verse 10, you must accomplish sevens celebration to originate your mighty one three. Not what people call it today. You must give a liberal donation to your hand according to originator, your mighty one three, benefiting you. Verse 10, you, your son, your daughter, your servant, your female servant, the joined who is in your gate, the traveler, the bereaved, and the widow must rejoice. Uh-oh, there he is telling us to be happy again. You must rejoice to originator, your mighty one three's faces at the gates that originator, your mighty one three selects to weave his name there. Where is he weaving his name now? Do you know? It's worldwide in individuals that he is pardoning and converting, not in people who are phony and a part of this world's various religions. Verse 12, you remember, <clears throat> you were a servant in double stronghold. You must observe and accomplish these directives. Verse 13, you must accomplish the woven's celebration. There is a special woven celebration for yourself seven days after your gathering from the threshing floor. Isn't that interesting? So this was after the harvest. And I've seen people who were needing to harvest during these days and after these days. So it was a little different harvest there in that Middle East, as we call it. It's really Western Asia. 
but after your gathering from the flesh, uh, threshing floor and from your wine press, you, verse 14, your son, your daughter, your servant, your female servant, the joined, the traveler, the bereaved, and the widow who are in your gates must rejoice in your celebration. Wow, we've all got to be happy. Verse 15, you must celebrate seven days to originator, your mighty one three, in the locale originator selects. So he had several places from Sinai. And then he finally settled on one in <clears throat> Jerusalem or success legacy, as it means. Originator, your mighty one three benefits you with all your crop and with all your hands work. You must rejoice. Wow. Be happy. <laughs> Verse 16. Your every male must appear three occurrences in the year to originator, your mighty one three's faces in the locale that he selects. That's interesting because uh, that's a requirement that doesn't include uh, young children and doesn't include women, especially if a woman is pregnant. With the yeastless food celebration, with the seven celebration, and with the woven celebration, what is this woven celebration? Well, uh, most people don't understand it at all. They call it tabernacles, which is ludicrous and ridiculous. Wovens is referring to the marriage that is to come. So can you believe we should celebrate this in the past because we were looking forward to the marriage of Supreme? Remember, he had divorced Israel anciently, but to 144,000 that he had converted and were very much the type of people he wanted in his empire. One must not be seen at originator your mighty one's face is empty. Uh-oh, bring something, contribute something, donate something. They usually did it at all three of these occasions. Each according to his hand's gift, according to originator, your mighty one three's benefit that he gave to you. Verse 18, you must put for yourselves managing ones and overseers in all your gates that originator your mighty one three gives you excuse me, gives to you for your states. They must manage the people ethically. Well, that was a problem. Verse 19, they seldom did that. Although it started off right with Mose and uh, also with uh, <clears throat> Joshua. You must not twist management. That's verse 19. Continuing, you must not regard faces. Don't favor rich or poor or anybody. You must not take a gift. You know what a gift is? It blinds your eyes. The gift will blind the eyes of wise and subvert ethical one statement. That is bribery. So be careful of the word gift that usually refers to bribery. We uh, don't always understand that. Verse 20, you must pursue ethics. You will live and seize the land that originator your mighty one three gives to you. You must not fashion for yourselves any wooden happy progressions. What are happy progressions anyway? Well, that's a female sex symbol and pagan worship of demons in conjunction with originator your mighty one three's platform that you fashion for yourselves. Verse 22, you must not erect for yourselves a phallus. Oh, we do that all the time, don't we? These buildings that have steeples, that's a phallus. That's what Supreme forbids. 
That's not only true anciently, it's true today. Originator, your mighty one three hates it. So that pretty much settles it, doesn't it? Let's go to the conclusion of this and stop this recording.